0: All right, we're like six, five, four, three, two, one seconds away from the expiration of the Major League Baseball trade deadline. It is done for another year. So far, the Jays have acquired Paul DeJong. Uh But as we said, there are deals that have been made that have not yet been announced. Six o'clock just means you can't make a deal after six o'clock. Uh, and so now we wait. Um, Expectations are that the Blue Jays will add another bat. Certainly the industry chatter. Mm. uh, Of particular importance to the Blue Jays right now, the Baltimore Orioles have acquired Jack Flaherty. By the way, Ross Atkins uh, is going to address the media at around 645. So that would suggest to me that there's probably stuff in the pipeline right now. Uh, and, and just quickly, we're going to be running through these very quickly. Paul DeYoung is with the Blue Jays. Tommy Pham, who was linked to the Blue Jays, is going to the Diamondbacks. Teoscar Hernandez, as far as we know, is still a Mariner. Perhaps most importantly, the Blue Jays lineup is not out. And we're now 59 minutes away from first pitch. Well, well,
1: you, well, you do know Seattle. An
0: hour and a bit away from first has pitch. Big,
1: big interest in
0: Santiago Espinal. We know Seattle has interest Absolutely. in Santiago Espinal. They yep. have DFA'd Colton Wong and are looking to trade him. Uh, so, uh, John Morosi reporting that Dylan Cease will not be traded by the Chicago White Sox. So there you go. Uh, the White Sox retaining Dylan Cease. I would imagine that too much for him. Well, now the Dodgers worked out a deal for Eduardo Rodriguez of the Detroit Tigers, who was one of the really impressive pitchers available in the market. He killed the deal using his 10-team no-trade clause, and we were led to believe the Dodgers were going to pivot to another starting pitcher. Dylan Cease was the guy uh, that, um, that, that most people seem to, be, seem to be indicating might be a Dodger as a result of Jack Flaherty being traded to the Orioles. But Dylan Cease, now Jeff Pass and Ken Rosenthal reporting that he will not be moved by the White Sox. You know, I mean, if, 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 if the la dodgers come away from this trade deadline without having added a starting pitcher uh, i mean i'll i'll just i'll just be stunned they're they're pitching their pitching's not good enough they they they're pitching and they've been racked by injuries their pitching's not good enough i you know again we'll see we the stuff does end up trickling out um and as we mentioned the blue jays we kind of anticipated and i think all of us anticipated that, uh, that the Blue Jays might be in on a hitter. Uh, and again, I'm just going to keep mentioning this until the lineup comes out. We know that as of around 4 o'clock, the Jays had told reporters that Santiago Espinal was going to start at shortstop. Mm-hmm. Uh, we mentioned Bo Bichette uh, is day-to-day. The Jays are saying there's no significant structural damage to that knee that he injured last night. But uh, they did go out and get Paul DeYoung, who certainly gives them some depth there. And I guess we've kind of questioned this. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting because middle infielder shortstop is an area of organizational depth. And if you go out and add Paul DeYoung, who's a nice piece, but does that suggest that perhaps you're looking at moving one of your middle yeah, was infielders?
1: Why well, you would do it doesn't really make any sense when you already got one at the big league level that you've seen. I mean, you didn't give up a success. great deal.
0: You gave up a... Yeah, a, you did. You, 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 you gave up a... I'm going to remember the guy's name. How bad is that? How bad is that? Matt Svanson. Uh, Svanson. Svanson. A pitcher. When I first saw it, I thought it was Eric. Honest to God, I thought it was Eric Swanson. I thought, okay, that's interesting. But, uh, yeah, that's where we are right now. The New York Yankees have acquired a reliever. K. Keenan Middleton uh, from the... Chicago White Sox. Mark Topkin just reporting. The Rays? Nada. Nada. Deadline wrap for the Rays, according to Mark Topkin. Uh, the Rays did their business a couple of days ago, getting uh, Aaron Savali. Um, and apparently this, uh, according to Ken Rosenthal, Eduardo Rodriguez's reason for invoking his no trade clause with the Dodgers. Uh, his family lives on the East Coast. He wants to stay close to his family. Yeah, you've earned the right to say what you Absol- want. Hey, do what you want. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You, you, one of the reasons you get no trade clauses is to strengthen your hand. And, uh, you know, Eduardo Rodriguez, if you think back, uh, I believe he was the pitcher that had some heart issues. Uh, mm-hmm. So myocard. Thank you. Myocarditis. So uh, take that, you know, I think you can probably, you can probably take that as being, as being a legit reason. Not that he has to justify his decision. He has the freedom to make that move. Nope. Uh Regardless. Again, we are uh, past the deadline, five minutes past the deadline, feverishly monitoring Twitter here. So, again, I apologize if you see me staring at the computer screen instead of staring around blindly like, blindly like I usually do. We will take you right up the first pitch at 7.07 tonight. Hyunjin Ryu making his first start for the Blue Jays. This is the other thing that has to happen there has the Jays have yet to Officially put Jin Ryu on yeah. on the forty man roster. There, it A lot just needs it, to it says that there's something. It just feels as if there's something. You'd be uh, shocked if there wasn't that that is going to happen. Yeah, and we've talked about this. The Blue Jays uh, have been in on bats. Dan Hayes reporting the Minnesota Twins. No moves for the Twins. Trade deadline has passed. Uh, that is of interest to us because Teoscar Hernandez, who was rumored going to the Blue Jays, mm-hmm. uh, was in fact also linked with the Minnesota Twins. So, that's where we are right now. Let's bring in Caleb Joseph, Blue Jay Central analyst. Uh, Caleb, lots to talk about. Uh, have you seen a lineup
2: yet? No, I have not. I'm sitting up here in the press box booth with uh, Ben Wagner, Ali. We're desperately looking for some sort of lineup Any, anywhere, anyhow. Nothing so far.
0: Uh, according to Ken Rosenthal, the Tigers ended up not trading Eduardo Rodriguez, so... Uh, there you go. Um, as, as we await uh, further deals, because there will be deals that will come out after 6 o'clock, and forgive me, I will interrupt you as soon as Please. we hear anything with the Blue Jays. Uh, your sense of Bo Bichette's injury, John Schneider saying no significant structural damage. You've been around the team a bit. You've spent time in the field. Is there? Is there do you get the sense there's a sigh of relief? throughout the organization about Bo's injury, or do we still need to wait
2: a couple of days before we're out of the woods? Yeah, I think there's a sigh of relief that there's no um, structural damage. I think the key word that we heard today was significant, and was that meaningful? John Schneider used the word significant structural damage. Does that mean there was a little bit? Was there none? Uh, Is it just uh, swelling? Is it just irritation? that's kind of the big thing that i guess we as media members were trying to figure out but i feel like the fact that he walked off on his own power mm. um i've seen a couple of these kind of meniscus type tears that are that are that can be a little bit tricky i don't i don't think it was hopefully a blown acl hopefully it's just a little tweak and in an area where he has had trouble in that right knee in the past hopefully it's one of those things that with a 15 day Stint, He can just kind of let it calm down, get the inflammation out of there, and be back. I, I'm optimistic. I feel like they had to really kind of cover their base. Mm-hmm. If there was a shortstop go down, which is Bo Bichette, that, yes, do they have other guys in the system? Absolutely. Could they potentially get the job done? Yes. Do you really want Espinal playing two straight months at shortstop? Maybe. I like the move of Young, that he can come in and play a, a shortstop. It's his absolute natural position. I think Espinall probably profiles more as a second baseman in his natural position. I think DeYoung he's going to bring a little bit more offense, a little bit more consistency with that bat. He can run into one, and the Jays are looking for that kind of power uh, throughout the entire lineup. He, he has the ability to hit the ball at the ballpark.
1: Okay, if I'm the pitching staff for the Blue Jays and I know offensively with runners in scoring position, they'll do a ton. And we've been carrying this team, and we're the only reason why we're in a wild card spot is because of us. Let's be honest. It's a fact. Nothing yep. happens. You think the pitching staff is chapped. Don't like that.
2: It's a great question. I, I, that's a confident group in there. They've stuck together. What they've been able to go through and stay healthy has been pretty phenomenal and remarkable. I thought they were really getting close without that Uh, fifth man in the rotation of really causing some harm to some of the guys, but they hung in there, they stuck it out. And yeah, you know that they're dying for a little bit more run support. For most of the year, they have come in and given their team a chance to win. That's all you can ask. Throughout, up and down the entire staff, they have done that. I really feel like this team is still going to catch fire at some point offensively. It's just a matter of in late games when you kind of have that Power threat coming off the bench. It tends to just kind of shift the game a different way, knowing that you've got to pitch to a certain guy certain ways differently knowing there's a guy on deck or could come out to pinch hit. And I think that's why you really want to look at adding kind of that big impact right-handed bat. It will set other guys into positions a little bit better. Just look at what even moving Whit Merrifield up to the top has kind of ignited a little bit more up top there. You hope George Springer can kind of figure it out. But, yeah, if I'm a pitcher, I'm begging for just a little bit of run support because they have done their job and they have done it the entire season.
1: Uh, you're 7-20 and 20 going into last night in your division. George Springer didn't pinch hit. That surprised you?
2: A little bit. I, I this part of the season where you are playing against the Baltimore Orioles and you know that every game is a chance to make ground and take ground. It was a bit surprising, but on the other flip side of the coin When you are told at the very beginning of the day you are having a scheduled day off, this is a full mental break. The last thing you really want to do, especially for a guy who has had struggles as of late, that george springer has had is to have him totally disengaged mentally in the game and then last minute because the game starts to kind of ramp up and you see the tightness you see guys get on base to go ask him to mentally get prepared is he paid a Mm -hmm. lot of money absolutely would i rather have springer over luplo Probably. Most undoubtedly, yes. But again, mentally, they need Springer in this thing for the next 60 days, not just one AB. And when you have a guy that's struggling, you've told him to take a mental day off. And then you ask him to come in and get the biggest hit of the night and he doesn't come through, even for a guy with his caliber, uh, even for a guy with with his paycheck, it will mount and it will start to create more mental stuff going on. So I think he was danged if he do, danged if he don't in terms of John Schneider. If Luplo doesn't get a hit there, it's why didn't you pinch it for him? If Springer gets up there, Caleb, and, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go jump ahead, in here. Go ahead. Ben
0: Nicholson Smith reporting that the blue jays don't have any late moves coming in according a source telling me and Shai Davidi. And the Jays have just put out roster moves. Hyunjin Ryu has been reinstated. Bowden Francis, Bowden or Bowden? Bowden. Thank you. Bowden Francis has been optioned. Otto Lopez has been recalled and will go on the 60-day injured list with an oblique strain. And Ernie Clement has been recalled from Triple A Buffalo and will be active for tonight's game. So Ben Nicholson-Smith and Shai Davidi reporting the Jays did not get that bat. Okay, if that's true, that's not enough.
1: I mean, that's not it's just not their offense. Caleb, I don't know about you uh, watching every day when it matters the most. They're not hard to pitch to. I've talked to you. You watch the same game I watch. They're easy to pitch to. This is not enough. Like you, you wanted to go out and solidify and sell to your fan base that they're in it to win it.
2: Did this show yeah. you
1: that they're in it to win It doesn't to me.
2: Yeah, one thing that is good about what they did is they went out and got the top reliever on the market, in my opinion. So it, what you may lack with the bats, you just strengthened a, a really good piece of the puzzle, which is that bullpen. You, you shortened it even more. So now, you know what, look, I mean, look at the Orioles, right? The Orioles, they don't have an amazing offense. They, they have just enough starting pitching to get them to their bullpen. When they're leading after um, – When they're leading after six innings, they're unbelievable. They're 49-4, and and I think it's about shortening the game with this team because obviously they didn't have the ability to go out and get that bat. But I do agree. I think this team's obviously good enough to to make it to the playoffs. They will make it. They'll they'll hopefully make a deep run. But when you're talking about making that deep run, to have that balance in the lineup, that kind of power in the middle, it just really makes that lineup start to look a little bit different. And I really think that – not having that right-handed bat coming off the bench, that big threat of power, is 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 disappointing.
0: Uh, Jeff Passon reporting that the Miami Marlins have acquired first baseman Josh Bell from Cleveland for infielder Gene Segura and uh, Khalil uh, Watson, a prospect. Uh, Ken Rosenthal also reporting the deal, but he has Garrett Cooper uh, going the other way. And I'm just checking to make sure. It appears to be the two legit uh, Twitter accounts of those two gentlemen. Um, you got to be careful. Okay, Caleb, so the Jays the Jays didn't make a big move. Uh, yeah. But man, your former team. I mean, that Orioles clubhouse, they got to be well, jacked.
1: You. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was kind of starting pitching when I talked to a couple guys in their camp. They were they were really wanting to kind of solidify one kind of piece of that rotation. They've got John Means that could be coming back in the next, I don't know three or four weeks he's coming off of Tommy John surgery they're not exactly sure what they could get from him but to get a guy of Jack Flaherty's caliber I, I've, I've faced this guy he's a competitor he reminds me a lot of I would say like a Scherzer a um, uh, a Bassett type competitor in that you just you can feel the energy coming from him when he's on the mound and he's pitched in a lot of deep games he's done a really good job of kind of continuing to learn how to pitch and kind of reinventing himself his, his, his Career path has kind of been a bit of a roller coaster, but when you look at what he's been able to do deep deep into the season, year in, year out, he's, he's a good pickup for them. And that's, that was what I was worried about. I was worried from the Baltimore Orioles side, are they going to have one of those deadlines where they don't add really any impact guy, and it just takes the air right out of a very inflated clubhouse?
1: Uh, Ryu, 426 days since big league starts. You're catching him. What are you trying to do with him early?
2: Well, first off, I'm not asking him to try and do too much too early. I think that's a big key, and sometimes the scouting report on the wristband is going to want him to do a lot quickly. What I mean by that is that it's going to want him to throw to whiff zones. It's going to want him to really kind of attack the hitter's weaknesses, but for me, it's it's he's got to be able to establish something. If there's loaded up with right-handed hitters, he's got to really get them sped up because he's not going to throw very hard. I think the magic number with Ryu is kind of getting to that 90-mile-per-hour Range with the fastball, if he has that, it usually has pretty good life on it. But when you're facing a guy like Ryu, you're probably going to sit soft. So you've got to, you've got to really speed those hitters up if you're a catcher, and that's going to come from the glove side. I'd really love to see him stick with four seam curveball, changeup. Not worry too much about that cutter. Usually the cut fastball is kind of the last pitch to come for a pitcher because of that kind of slight hand manipulation getting over the ball. But if he's got the four seam, the slow curve, and the changeup going, I think uh, I think he'll do fine tonight. So as we look at the American League East now, the Yankees—they really
0: didn't. I mean, the Yankees are in a situation where they're—they're they're too old, and their
1: lineups out. Too. Oh, the lineups
0: out, where they're—you know—they—they they needed to make a couple, I think, of, of, of significant moves to really have any shot at at, at changing anything. The Red Sox, to me, I, I know Jays fans are going to be disappointed. Boy, they're not going to be. I mean, I could tell on Twitter that they're already disappointed. Um, and again, we'll wait for Ross Atkins to. You know, give us more details, but unless there's another trade in the pipeline, the team that really surprises me is the Boston Red Sox, because they, they got an easy schedule coming up, Caleb, and that lineup is so good, and they're young and they're getting some of their pitching back. I kind of expected the Red Sox to do something, didn't you?
2: Yeah, they're they're one of those weird kind of tweener teams. And Heim Bloom over there, he kind of tried to do the add and subtract, whether it was last year or a year ago. And and I I don't think it worked out quite so well. But that, that offense is very surprising. I know they added Turner, and they've added some pieces over there that have really surprised me. And I feel like they have a chance because of their offense. And it is really dynamic. They can beat you in multiple different ways they've got power they've got speed they've got the ability to kind of put the ball on the bat and for me it was probably the most impressive lineup in the east when I saw them live was holy smokes I thought this lineup was probably the worst even though the Rays were hitting all these home runs I still felt like catcher wise I probably wouldn't want to face the Red Sox lineup just because of their ability to, to do multiple different things the Rays at that time, they were just hitting a ton of homers, and you can try and battle against the homer there. But when you're facing teams that will short up, shorten up, take balls to the other field, and then get you with the three-run homer, those are really scary teams. This East is is tough. I mean, this is going to be for a very, very fun finish. If you're, if you're a baseball fan and especially an American League East fan, it is going to be phenomenal to watch how all of these different storylines start to unfold. Can the Orioles stay on top? Will the Blue Jays make a big push? What in the world is going on in New York? What's going on with Tampa? And then you got this little sneaky Boston Red Sox just kind of laying in the weeds, ready to pounce. It's going to be a fun summer.
0: We are going to let you scoot, Caleb. Look forward to your work tonight. And, again, thank you very much last night for uh, stepping in for Mr. Barker. Absolutely. It was greatly appreciated.
2: Thanks, buddy. Yep, you got it. Barker, that's a really good color on you, by the way. You're welcome. I know. Thank you. My wife picked it out.
0: Can't take credit for that. Just, take it easy, guys. See you, buddy. Take care. Take care. I'd like to know how come, like, why don't I get an Under Armour
1: thing? Let me let me, let me tell you let just a little story. You know, you know the difference between the Orioles and the Blue Jays? Caleb was talking about the offenses. What? The Orioles are third in baseball hitting with runners in scoring position. The Blue Jays are 26th, 26th. The Orioles are sixth in baseball at hitting home runs with runners in scoring position. That's a tough pitcher, back leg city, two run homer instead of trying to get three hits to drive him or two hits to drive him in, right? It's hard to do that. It's impossible. The Blue Jays are seventeenth in hitting home runs. That's the difference.
0: That has to get better. Uh here is well, the Boston Red Sox did in fact make a deal. They got infielder Luis Arias from the uh from the Milwaukee Brewers, according to uh according to Jeff Pass. And this is the Blue Jays lineup for tonight. It is finally out. Uh again, no uh well, the Jays added Paul DeYoung today, but the that move to bring in an impactful middle of the order bat uh, that moved to bring in a bat that might take some at bats away from Dalton Varsho. Uh I mean, folks, this basically, th- th- this is your lineup going forward. And more than anything else to me, uh, I mean, this, the spotlight now falls on Vladdy jr. Bo's out for a while. Spotlights on Vladdy jr. Here, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, this is your time to carry this team. This is your time to carry this we'll, team. We'll,
1: we'll see. I the, mean, it's, it's about plate awareness and, controlling what you can do well and do damage on and have we really seen that consistently all year i'm not sure all of a sudden you can wake up
0: and you're doing it better happen the jays lineup is whit merrifield leading off at second base brandon belt hitting second at dh vladdy is hitting third at first base george springer back in the lineup tonight in the cleanup spot matt chapman fifth at third base danny Jans behind the plate dalton varsho santiago espinal Kevin Kiermeyer in center field, Hyunjin Ryu on the mound. The Blue Jays have acquired Paul DeYoung, yeah. an infielder from the St. Louis yeah. Cardinals. He will be in town tomorrow. For now, Ernie Clement has been recalled and will be active for tonight's game. Otto Lopez, we mentioned, recalled from Buffalo, placed in the 60 day IL. Yep. Bowden Francis option to AAA A Buffalo. Hyunjin Ryu has been reinstated, obviously, from the 60 day IL. He will start tonight. Uh, Kevin Barker, I think we're both. Look, I love the Jordan Hicks acquisition. Absolutely. Um, Paul DeYoung. You know what? You know. I well, mean, the, the, I, Dan, Dan Schulman
1: made a point. I guess when Bo gets back, he could play second. You but Witten and left that takes away at bats from Varsho. That's sort of way, the way they're looking at it. It is
0: not good enough, but yeah,
1: that's what they're thinking.
0: I guess. So Teoscar Hernandez, as far as we know right now. Uh, has not been moved. Uh, it most more indica- to all indicate with all indications suggesting it was going to happen. Uh, I'm just looking at guys who haven't moved. Eduardo Rodriguez uh, he ended up not moving after turning down a uh, trade to the LA Dodgers. Uh, Dylan Cease he did not move. Uh, Shohei Otani, of course didn't move. The Angels have decided to stay in. The Padres didn't get rid of any of their. Uh, cornerstone players and uh, the pirates did not get rid of Mitch Keller uh, or Bednar David Bednar. Uh, so there you go. That's where we are right now. You're all up to date. Uh, the Jays adding Paul DeYoung and Jordan Hicks. Uh, if there's any offensive extra offensive help coming folks, it's going to happen. For, it's going to have to happen. you are going to have to be from somebody down in triple a, um, mm-hmm. You say AAA? Yeah, it will have to be from somebody inside the organization at this point after the trade deadline. Uh, We're going to take a break and come back with trivia. We will go to Ross Atkins' media availability as soon as it's uh, possible to do so. It'll be interesting to hear what the GM has to say. Safe to say, there's a lot of folks out there disappointed right now at what didn't transpire during the trade deadline. Same lineup? Same issues. I wonder what the pitching staff thinks. Maybe we'll find out. It's Blair and Barker on Sportsnet and the Sportsnet Radio Network.
2: Diving deep into Leafs, Raptors, Jays,
0: and NFL. The J.D. Bunkett's podcast. Subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. was underwhelming. Major League Baseball trade deadline has uh, passed. And uh, a few deals still dribbling in. The San Diego Padres getting right handed reliever Scott Barlow from the Kansas City Royals, according to Jeff Passan. He was a guy that was linked with the Blue Jays, not Jeff Passan. But uh, yeah, they're the Scott one Barlow. Can, they, Although Passan would have been they're, a they're more impactful than, offensive addition to the were, team. Than, well, like, they're
1: worse than the Jays than... Yep. Hitting with runners to score position.
0: Uh, We are awaiting Ross Atkins media availability (laughs) at the Rogers Center. Uh, The Jays. I mean, the bet. Look, the big news of the trade deadline day is Bo Bichette had no significant structural damage to his knee. The Jays acquired Paul DeYoung. Uh, I guess an upgrade over Santiago Espinal if is you he? need if you need well we'll find out if you need a shortstop. more homers, I guess. If you need a shortstop for two weeks, of course, Jordan Hicks acquired on Sunday. That is the big acquisition of the deadline for the Blue Jays. Yep. Again, we need to hear from Ross Atkins to see if there was anything else in the table. Uh, look, uh, I'll be very clear. Uh, everything we had been told, off the record and on the record, was that the Jays expect that. Expected to add another bat to this lineup now. Maybe I don't know if it, Bo's injury changed things so much that you know there was only a certain amount of bandwidth, and the idea was to focus in on Paul DeYoung instead. But uh, I would be, yeah, you made a good point. This starting rotation that's basically done whatever it can rotation. went to a four-man rotation for They've got to be, I, I they got to be wondering. Well, I mean, here's the thing. This Let's is be a team. Honest. This is a team that has not been able to hit with runners in scoring position no. all year. How's that changing? I, I guess from a positive point of view, Ross Atkins has. I, 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 I try to be positive. You Ross Atkins has given has given uh, Vladdy Jr., George Springer, Matt Chapman a vote of confidence here, in that he thinks that these guys can get it going. I look. This gets back to well. Let, let's look at it this way. Look at the bats that moved at the deadline. Okay, let's look at the hitters that moved at the deadline. Was there an impactful bat in there that would have made you go? Oof.
1: No, Cody Bellinger. No, Cody Bellinger. That was the that was the hell, pivot. Hell, no. Worrying t- on that dude, and then they, you had to pivot.
0: As far as we know, no Teoscar Hernandez. Okay, you know, if you're again, not
1: going to do that, bring in another arm. Seventh inning arm.
0: (laughs) I mean, maybe make it a high school game. (sighs) Anyhow, uh, that so that's it. Um, It's uh, yeah. I mean, I I I think it's safe to say. I mean, from my point, point, from from my point, from my point of view, it's 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 under it's underwhelming. Are they better than the Orioles?
1: no then you didn't get any better like that that was the goal is yeah. to get better than at least one of the teams well and i'll tell you to this give yourself
0: a chance and 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 i will expand that a little more you're not better than texas who you may meet in the playoffs no nope. houston got justin verlander they score more runs than you do the angels they got you know who coming back and they went out and added. Angels don't really scare me, yeah, but the, but the point is that's a team that could conceivably be in the postseason picture. Boston Red Sox, they're getting a they're bunch scary. of pictures back. They're scary. They the were... Yankees are a tire fire. Uh, you know, and then somebody's got to win the Central Division, I guess. But but yeah, uh, the moves were. I me, mean, I guess I'd say yeah. I don't, you know what they were? They're nice. Paul DeYoung is a nice piece, but he doesn't move the needle he's for me. He's the you. finishing piece. Jordan Hicks could move the needle for me. I'm still not convinced that he's not going to end up Strike being one. the closer, being the closer for this team he's by the end strikes. of the year. Uh, I, I you know, I understand Jordan Romano when he comes back will be the closer, but mm, 102, 103. 103, 104, yeah, dominant.
1: He'll, he'll pitch when it matters.
0: So I, I, I do like the Jordan Hicks acquisition. I especially like the fact that they moved early on it, even though, you know I, I mean, they, they had no need for Jordan Hicks last night. But it, it, it gets back to you. Can, can this lineup, which for the immediate future will be without its best hitter, can a score runs? Is a lineup with Brandon Belt playing every day in some form Dalton Varsho playing every day in some form. Is that good enough? Can Kirky get hot? Can Varsho
1: drive in a run? See. Can Brandon Belt help hit homers with dudes on base? Like walking because of the way Vladdy is is not working anymore. Like you need him to drive baseballs. That's the point. That was the point in trying to get maybe they tried and they couldn't. That that's We'll hear from Ross soon, and maybe that'll be the
0: answer he gives. I mean, I I will say this: I hope the hell the the I hope the hell the trade deadline went over better in the clubhouse than it did on Twitter. Not that Twitter's the be-all and end-all, but uh, yeah, as I there are a lot of people that uh, uh, there are a lot of people who are disappointed. Because you know what? Because of the way they the the way they
1: pitch and the way they play outfield defense, and you can you can just close your eyes and see what happened the last game of the season. It's just if they can start doing something offensively with the way they do those two things, yeah. they could can, they can make a serious run. Now you're thinking you're basically where you're at. You're begging that somebody could get a big hit occasionally. I mean, two for 26 is, that's
0: a lot. Yeah, the, this, the, again, If it, the, the only positive spin is, you know, you're, well, I don't even know if this is positive, but I, I'll, I'll make this point again. Uh, it's time for Vladdy to it's it's time for Vladdy to put this team in his back. Like all we hear from you know is he he wants this big contract. He's ready to sign this big contract. He'd like to stay here. I mean, I got to see I got to see more than I've seen yeah, so it's, far it's this year. It's about
1: Results. It's not about how hard he gets. He makes an out.
0: Yeah, it's I, not about that. Anymore, I mean, right? I guess we'll yeah. just we'll have to put up with the fact that for the next six weeks, we're going to hear how 114 many, 100, mile how many 114 mile ball. outs Vladdy he makes, yeah. you know, I'm with you like
1: it's backspin in the right center. But. Does he have it in him? This late in the season, it's a pretty big sample size of what this is, and you get it between the ears that you know it, I know it, and everybody else knows it, and Mm -hmm. you're expected to do it. Expectations are a load on a lot of dudes' shoulders that they can't handle. Maybe this is just one of those seasons where it's going to be that way. He's an elite offensive player, and I'm going to stick with that. He does things when his foot hits the ground that most humans can't, but... The numbers don't lie. I know he'll occasionally get a hit. He'll have a homer off a lefty. That's all you need to know. He has not hit a home run off a left-handed pitcher. Forget about how many at-bats he went at home without hitting a homer. Like it's, I'm with you. And, and now there, you thought there was pressure before by not going out and getting a Teoscar or Getting whoever that else that other name is that could stand somewhere around Vladdy and help it out a little and take a little pressure off.
0: Now it's all on his shoulders. It ain't on Chapman's. While we await uh, Ross Atkins, let's do our trivia question because <laughs> I know there. Even the trade deadline was kind of a. <laughs> You still want to go to see the Blue Jays baseball game. I know you do. Well, what's the game? And uh, we are giving you the chance to win Blue Jays tickets all season long here in Blair and Barker. Whether you listen on the radio or on our podcast, all you have to do is text the correct answer to our daily baseball trivia question to 59590. Our last trivia question and answer was, this Orioles All-Star infamously started warming up in the bullpen during the 1993 All-Star game at Camden Yards despite American League and Blue Jays manager Cito Gaston not using him in the game. The answer is Mike Mussina who proceeded to, and, and this this rankled a lot of folks in Toronto. He proceeded to throw Cedo under the bus about 13 times after that. Every time he had a chance in Toronto, he My threw Cedo under
1: college, the bus. first year in college, 93. Thought you'd know that. Your you first year in
0: college is 93? Yeah. Uh, today's question is to win tickets to see the Jays and Orioles down at the Rogers Center on August 2nd. Yeah. August second. Hey, you may get to see a Jack Flaherty start. Because yeah. the Orioles went out and added to Absolutely. Uh, in 2018, this Orioles pitcher gave up four home runs without recording a single out. Name him. Woo. In 2018, this Orioles pitcher gave up four home runs without four home runs without recording a single out? That's wow. Wow. That's hard to do. Name him. It's almost Mitch White esque. <laughs> you can text the answer to 590-590 for your shot to win. See rules at sportsnet.ca slash 590. You've been waiting May- all day to say I his name. <laughs> Maybe that counts as a trade deadline pickup, the fact that Mitch White is <laughs> out of town. You should just give him the answer. <laughs> just get the way the days went. No, no, just I couldn't do that. Just give him the no, answer. I'm, I'm not going to nope. do that. Be a good guy. Look, let's, let's, let's recalibrate a bit here. Let's recalibrate <laughs> a bit here. And let's think about what this team is, you have got one of the best starting rotations in baseball. Yeah. You've got a bullpen that is better than a lot of people think it is. This one included. I'm putting my I'm hand putting up. I'm putting my hand up. Better than a lot of people think it, it it was going to be. Better by far than last year's bullpen with Jordan Hicks here now and Jordan Romano there. So those are... The team that went to the playoffs last year, this team has a better rotation, a deeper rotation. Better
1: defense in the outfield. Better
0: defense in the outfield and a better bullpen. They're a thing away. They are a A thing away. (laughs) That brings us back to the lineup. Where is that ability to hit with runners and scoring? Where is that going to come from? Maybe because of no Cody Bellinger, they're
1: just that guy wasn't there. It's possible. And it's better. The names that are in the lineup already are better than what he could go out and get one name. Well, this is,
0: I I will make this point. But my point would be, why don't you add another arm in the pen? At best, you know, you get a guy like Taylor. Again, what I wanted, what I I really wanted was Cody Bellinger. I wasn't going to get Cody Bellinger. The second thing I really wanted, or I kind of hoping was maybe the Jays would look at the fact that they're not going to have Matt Chapman. next. They're going to have three openings for everyday players next year. I don't know. Maybe you get creative and try to address that issue. That seems to me to be something you probably would have had to do a couple of weeks ago. I'm not certain you can do that at the trade deadline. I in the very least wanted somebody else in here that was going to take at bats away from belt and Varsho. And I'm not, I'm not hanging everything on belt and Varsho. I usually do that in Biggio. I'm not hanging everything on Belt and, and, and Varsho, yeah. but what I am saying is you you need something that changes this lineup. And I don't know. Maybe there's somebody in the minors that, that that maybe Addison Barger gets hot and comes up here. And I don't know. May- it's eighth.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Look, here, here. Can you agree with me? Their pitching will take them to the playoffs. If it
0: doesn't, they won't make the playoffs. Oh yeah, they better, they better, uh, they better be prepared for a, uh, they be prepared for a whole clo- lot of for a whole lot of three games two games here.
1: Absolutely, and some you know some quality base running and not making that one mistake to beat you.
0: Let I me mean, just re- take it's a, a look deal. here. It's the uh, major league baseball trade deadline passed at, at six, yeah, passed at six I'm o'clock. Yeah, I passed at six Trying not to be. Um, You're
1: not trying to be. I'm not trying to. I, I don't want to be negative. They I mean, a, they got a good team.
0: Is the team better? Is the team better than it was at the trade deadline? Jordan Hicks makes it better. If Bo is only out for a couple of weeks, yeah, it's a better team. If Bo is out for longer than that, it's not as good. I mean, I, I, I can't put it any—I I can't put it any other way. Uh, just take a look at any, anybody else. Uh, so, I'm just seeing if there's any late moves. So, who do we like? What, what do we like that we saw at at, at the trade deadline?
1: Which team in particular? I like Flaherty. Do I think that's a good one for the Orioles. I, I think, think it's a ju- nice. I think it's just enough to make those young guys go, "Ha ha! I see what you' thinking." Us. We
0: need to know. I'd like it. We need to know what they gave up for him. I've not seen that yet, but um, I, I'm with you. Uh, that's a nice. It's. It just fits in. It fits in nicely. I like in what, in I like what the has.
1: Marlins have done. At least they're in, absolutely, and they're telling everybody absolutely. they're in. They're not afraid to tell you that no. by going out and making some moves. I like the
0: Marlins, what they've done, I, and and that's a general manager that was under a fair amount of uh, pressure as absolutely. well. Absolutely, and, and credit her, credit Kimming. She went out and did that. Sure, the Angels. I mean, this is going to. Uh, I don't know. I uh, they're doing enough to make a superstar I, I, happy to try and get him back. I, next I will year. say this: that's what they're doing. As a baseball fan, I'm happy they didn't move Shohei Otani.: Oh, absolutely. Let's see what Shohei Otani and Mike Trout together can do with a team that's bolstered itself mm. for the postseason. So well done to the Angels. The Dodgers were disgraceful. I, I have no idea what the, what the, the Boston Red Sox are doing. Uh, do we have it live? We do. This is Ross Atkins, general manager of the Toronto Blue Jays. How do you feel about what you were able to
3: accomplish today in, in the, the weeks leading up to today? Yeah, obviously feel like we made our team better and we just met a day ago with the acquisitions that have occurred and then adding Paul young today. Uh, you know, feel like we've continued to add depth and, and talent to the organization and um, excited about where we are about uh, just tra- changing gears for a second to the news on Bo and how, what that means to everything, too? Yeah, I think obviously any time you know, one of your best players has an injury, it's a disappointment, but we are um, encouraged by the news after the fact. When you see someone uh, in pain, there's obviously concern on many levels, and then the more you learn, uh, the more at peace we've become so um, but it is a big hit to us hence the acquisition very optimistic that he'll be helping our team again uh, so I can answer any further questions more generally or more specifically Ross, after the first deal we made today, were there many other opportunities as the afternoon unfolded? Smaller. No, not really a lot of significant ones. Obviously, there weren't a ton of players traded with a lot more players in it. Uh, a lot of the teams that speculated on potentially moving players didn't. Um, some of the players that were rumored to be um, you know, coming our way or even available didn't seem to be uh, as available to us. And... Um, so the most of the deals today that were available to us were smaller in nature and more roster management.
2: Is that surprising or disappointing at all for you, Ross? I mean,
3: I wouldn't call it uh, either of those two things. Um, you know, every market's different, and I, you you know, we learned a, a great deal about this one in the last 48 hours. Uh, really, you know, maybe a little bit more than that, hence our moving sooner on Hicks. Um, and then the opportunity today with Dijon, excited about Genesis Cabrera as well. Obviously, with Chad Green coming, Yunchen Ryu starting today, feel like our depth is, is really good. Um, really excited about AAA and some of the talent and stories that we've had down there and guys that we'll be able to support near-term and long-term.
2: With Situation kind of increase
3: here. See He's an interesting fit for us without the injury. I think he's hit left handers relatively well. Uh, very good defender that complements our, our organization in depth, has great experiences, and um, you know, I think it heightened the need with Bo's injury. How attractive are the club options that De Young has? Yeah, I mean, anytime the flexibility is there in our uh, hands is attractive. It- with him, I guess, how do you see him playing into the platoons? Do you feel like he might get more against lefties or he's more of an everyday guy sort of thing? We'll see. You know, we'll we'll let our staff make that decision and obviously we'll do our uh, part to support them and in any way we can to help them make those decisions, but I think there's different ways to think about platoons in today's game, whether that be starting pitcher-based, right-handed, swing-plane-based, uh, and different opportunities that aren't as uh, straightforward and a little bit more nuanced. Ross, a couple
0: of weeks ago you told us that you were looking for a big right-handed bat. Uh, Did not get that June feel like you got everything you needed in
3: the straight deadline? I, I do. I, I don't think I use the word big because I don't know how readily available those were. So, And they ended up not being. Um, you know, Some role four types, You know, guys that are uh, uh, nearing everyday potential were available, uh, but the guys that uh, would be the quote-unquote bigger bats weren't necessarily available or as readily as available as many assumed or implied. Start coming a little more? I do. I think there's been, since the, the All-Star break, really good at bats. I think we've been pushing starters uh, deeper or ish- stressing them sooner in games. Uh, we've put ourselves in every game that we've been in, and you know, just, just like last night, that ball doesn't fall into his glove and kicks elsewhere. We um, would have been in a better spot to win that game. But I do feel good about our offense. I feel like there's still some upside in it, which is a good feeling to have. There's also a really good track record that suggests that upside's coming.
0: Awesome. On the right-handed bats, there's some guys who've been recently DFA'd, free agents. Are you looking at those guys
2: to bring to roster, or do you like Ray I,
3: I think we like our internal options uh, more than some of the DFA'd uh, options that we've looked at because we were talking about them before they were designated. Uh, but we'll obviously be open-minded and continue to do our work. Yes, when you look at those, those AAA options that you mentioned uh, offensively, would that be an injury replacement situation, or could you see those players playing their way onto the roster contributing?ly contributing late? Yeah, I don't want to go in player by player down there and talk about them specifically, but I do feel like, A, uh, you know, for, to the first question on replacement, absolutely, and there are a couple that we could think about different alignments here and need to do some more work on that with our Major League staff. What's it take for an offense to sort of turn the corner a little bit and to, and to produce the way that... The outlying numbers show that they, they're capable of it. but it's interesting. We have a, a really good projected offense and we have a good performing offense. I think it's just not closed the gap on uh, what it is overall potential is and I'm confident that it will. I feel so good about um, you know the opportunities for Vladdy and George to be just frontline offensive players that they have been for m- you know most of the part of their career and and if you look at them closely they still are Uh, I mean a lot of it is just run scoring Uh, we've talked a lot about runners in scoring position and that's you know there is something to that it's not just luck Uh, but I I feel so good about the preparation I feel so good about the work and I feel so good about where these players have been and know that they're going to continue to do what they've been doing and that, that will result in more runs scored. I think time is is critical uh, with any injury. The fact that we're taking it, I think, is a good sign for him. Um, it's not just a clear-cut case. Uh, there is inflammation in the patella tendon where we've had experiences with that with other players. And, uh, you know, learning more today was exceptionally important to us before we just jumped to an IL.
0: That is Ross Atkins, or was Ross Atkins, general manager of the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, at The expiration of the trade deadlines, uh, we will turn you over by the way to Ben Wagner and Caleb, uh, Ben Wagner and Caleb Joseph, on the call of the jays game uh, in a few minutes. But just to sum up, um, interesting I, again to me, the big takeaway today seems to be about bo shed and his knee injury um, I, as Ross Atkins said, disappointed when the injury happened last night, encouraged by the news uh that they received today so encouraged by the news after the fact ross atkins saying there is swelling in the patellar tendon um they'll let that swelling go down he's had an mri nothing seriously structural wrong with the knee as you know i guess as ross atkins said the good news is there's enough uncertainty that we didn't have to put him on the il today um And we'll have to take Ross at his word right now. And this is what happens at trade deadlines. In the next two or three days, you're going to start hearing, well, the Jays could have had this guy if only they traded this guy. I mean, all this stuff is going to leak out. But I think Ross Atkins kind of reaffirming that a lot of those big bats that we thought were going to be moved weren't moved. Cody Bellinger, not moved. Teoscar Hernandez, not moved. Again, Ross Atkins went into the trade deadline wanting to diversify this offense, wanting to add another bat. Clearly, he didn't think that bat was out there or wasn't willing to pay the price to bring that, that back in return. And and again, he gets back to this. And you know this is no surprise, Kevin. This is basically what Ross Atkins is saying is George Springer and Vladdy. Yeah. You could throw Matt Chapman. Time to get it going. You can throw
1: Matt Chapman in there too. You sure. Could, you could... You know, there's some other guys that need to have better at bats again. We talked about this, mm-hmm. and now it's 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 time for them to go out and do it. Like it it's not always about getting a hit, it's about being a tough out. Yeah. Having an approach, sticking with it, and how dare you make me go away from it. And if they do that because they're talented, more times than not they'll have success, and that's what they need to see.
0: So after the trade deadline, this is where the Blue Jays stand, their newest acquisitions. We've got to include Yenesis Cabrera too. They've added two High velo arms for leverage situations. The bullpen in Yenesis, Cabrera, and Jordan Hicks. Today they added Paul DeYoung, and this is an interesting point: an, outf- an, an infielder with options. So the Jays will be able to move him down to the minors at some point. He gives them a little bit of uh, it, gives them a little bit of depth in in, in case Bo's injury is is any. You know, is any more severe. For now, Santiago Espinal will get the start. He's in the lineup tonight starting. Uh, Paul DeYoung will join the Blue Jays tomorrow. He has got 13 home runs, got a little more power. So, did Ross Atkins make the big offensive move? No. Were many big offensive moves made at the deadline? No. It gets back to where we were a month ago. It's up to Vladdy. It's up to George Springer. It's up to Matt Chapman to get this thing going. Keep pitching well, too. And keep pitching well, indeed. That is it for us. Three hours of Blair and Barker today, the trade deadline edition. We'll be doing Blue Jays talk after the game. We'll be back tomorrow from, what do we do, 5 to 7 tomorrow? We'll be back tomorrow from 5 to 7. Ben Wagner, Caleb Joseph, they'll have the call of the game next. Enjoy the baseball.